fuck up. Not rice. You, not rice. I was you put burrito. rice on your quesadillas? No, I was thinking. I was thinking burrito at the time. Oh, well, um, see, now we're talking about two different chickens. Two different things. But I, you know, it's all like chicken cutlets. You know, like uh, seasoned and everything, but nothing crazy. Nothing yeah. baked in oil. You know, we're talking about some nice healthy meals here. All right, we're just, I I do some healthy dishes. I believe you. I had a kale salad the other day and didn't complain about it one bit. I thought it was delicious. I bet you made at least three faces. Three what? Faces. Faces? With what? With my kale salad? You didn't say anything, maybe. But you definitely made a face or two. Or three. I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. The only problem is the is the um the texture of kale is quite <laughs> That's strange. what I'm saying. I that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm picturing you taking a bite and be like Mm. I do like it though. Like the taste's great. Um, it's more just that it yeah. feels weird. It has a nice mouth feel. Weird, strange. Okay. I oh there you go. My levels are way better now. I couldn't hear myself at all still. Were you screaming or were you whispering? I mean I was probably talking really loud, so it didn't help. And it probably made no difference to the viewer, listener. Um my mom just got served served by my apartment really because yeah 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 what the fuck like just today (laughs) what's happening with that to to not get too much detail there are extenuating circumstances in which we've been withholding rent and my mom is the guarantor and so yeah they just sent they just sued her Damn. Have you heard anything about anyone else in the apartment? I just texted people, um, so we'll see. But I will say they screwed up regardless because there's two different very important pieces of information, a part of that, that are wrong and or missing. Uh, mm-hmm. Or like uh, not like it's either wrong or um, it makes no sense. And so I'm not going to go into what those are on the pod. Yeah, Mike. I'll tell you later. I don't want this podcast being played in the courtroom. No, it will not, (laughs) and it it surely will not because there will be no information. Too much detail, but that's crazy. That's just the bare bones of it. I just think it's crazy, and I have to say that right off the bat. We're counter suing. That's what I'm doing. We have no money. We're not doing that. I'm counter suing. We're suing them, hoping for I have, hoping for settlement. (laughs) That's what we're hoping for. No, you, I am. Um, okay, let me let me play this fucking intro. Let's <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Hey, how you doing? It's the We Looking at Podcast with Michael Mikeyrola. God, Jesus Christ, I muted myself. <laughs> if there's ever a time to monetize this podcast, now's the time. I, I said, and cat. I'm, and then nothing. And I was like, oh, and then I press it mid, like, mid, mid of me talking. I was like, okay. And I beat the mute button. Oh, gosh. Oh, golly. Oh, that golly. shows you guys, the listeners, how much power I have. I can mute myself, and I wouldn't even know. <laughs> Ben's in control.
I'm in control here. Ben is. <laughs> but <laughs> no, kind, you of, I am. kind of not. Uh-huh. Um, I Wait, hold up, hold up. Um, First of all, I never got a text back from you, you son of a bitch. Oh, yeah, what's happening with that? It's tomorrow. How much money is this show? Like, I think it was like when I went on there, it was like, I don't, okay, hold up. Don't quote me on this. It was, it was not a lot. It was like maybe 20 bucks or 30 bucks. Mm. <laughs> take that. Huh? Mm. <laughs> I could take that out of my food budget. Like, I think I could do that. I have no money. I literally have no money. If I, if, if, if I can do it, <laughs> I think you can manage if you want to go. That is. Yeah. What time is it? Where is it? And also for the viewer listeners, what, what is it? Um, we're planning on going to a show that happened in the past because you're listening to this in the past. Yes. Um, because I'll tell you right now, right off the bat, right off the jump, this isn't going to be posted for tomorrow. I, cause I can't do it right now. No, post it for next week, man. Yeah. Post it for next it, Monday. It, well, it'll, I, I was going to say it'll either be tomorrow, like evening or Tuesday or th- I mean, Wednesday, Wednesday. I don't even know what fucking day I, it is. I would say let's, <laughs> we don't need to talk about this right now. This is we're actually actively doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the amount we of don't planning. Need to talk about this right now, Ben. <laughs> no, no, we're giving this. We're giving them the experience of working with us and what we do. <laughs> this is our wonderful partnership. I say post it Monday. Okay. I say let's skip the week. Then fine. We're already I'm, doing it biweekly. I'm anyway, cool with so that. I just have <laughs> news story that I feel like I probably have skipped the last like three episodes. Um, but this one I think is kind of cool. And if once again, it's something that I, I mean, I'm sure you could Google it and find it pretty easily, but I was just shown, um, it was a picture from 1933, uh, where they caught, let's see. I don't know if it's like a world record, but it's just stated, uh, off the shore of New Jersey, mind you. Jersey, when mm-hmm. he, uh, he caught this 20-foot-long, 5,000-pound manta ray. What the hell? It took him and his friends and the U.S. Coast Guard many hours and dozens of gunshots to eventually catch this, quote, <laughs> demon <laughs> fish. Dozens of gunshots? Oh, they had, they had the Coast Guard try to get this thing. Oh, my God. It's that's a gorgeous the, thing though. Why would the you picture, have to shoot it? The picture is it being lifted by a fucking crane and a that's man a, standing underneath uh, the wingspan of it. Like that's a Jumanji or uh, uh what's it called? Jurassic that's one of Park. those that's one no what what are hung what <laughs> <laughs> what, <laughs> what are King Kong creatures called? What are the what? King Kong creatures. Also, uh, kaiju. Oh, the kaiju. Okay, yeah. I said Hong Kong. That's terrible. I don't. I... <laughs> um, but that's it's a kaiju creature, size and size and scale. Um, but here's the kicker too. Um, there was a source. I'm not sure if it's true or not. I guess, but that was stated. Um, that the man. The manta was not purposely caught, but rather caught by accident on the boat's anchor. The manta be- uh, 
began to pull the boat around, trying to free itself, becoming a dangerous situation, and that's why they had to kill it. The manta was pulling the boat around? Dude, look at that thing. I don't think they have much muscle, though. I think they're gliders than anything. Dude, it was 5,000 pounds, and we're talking about 1933. Wow. What a guy. That's the king of the manta rays, though. They shot him dead. Like, I, again, I can't speak <laughs> for... Hell? I can't speak if that, like, testament there is true or not, but, like, I kind of... I could believe it. Like, if it's a small I've boat... I've seen manta rays. If it's a small enough times. boat... Yeah, I've seen them many times. They're not that big. They're maybe maybe three feet wide. I mean, I've seen big ones. Like there, I've seen like you know four foot ones, right? Like that's I feel like the large. Yeah. That's like yeah. a large one. This thing is fucking twenty feet. That's too much. That's that's crazy. I don't think I. I don't, I'm not saying I don't believe it. I think it's probably accurate, but it looks scary, that's just dude. a crazy uh, fish. I, I recommend everyone to search up 1933 20-foot-long manta yeah. ray. Are you also afraid of the deep as I? Like deep ocean or deep ground? Yeah, deep ocean. <laughs> or just deep. More deep ocean. <laughs> Are you afraid of going deep, deep with your emotions? <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> I, I think deep ocean is scarier because of the light. Because the you lack know... Of, or the lack thereof. <laughs> I think big, large, cavernous caves have the same effect. So I am afraid of the deep in that respect. But if I'm like, but it's not the depths that's scaring me. It's the unknown darkness beyond where the ocean's just too vast and too, you're unable to perceive like, a you know, 90% of it. Mm -hmm. So like, and large ass shit. Yeah, and crazy like looking, disgusting, crazy creatures yeah. gobble you up whole and turn you into pellets. The disgusting things know. that live down there come out. They're terrifying. I had a dream, I have a nightmare literally last night about this. Mm -hmm. And I forgot I was with my coworker, who I won't name, one of my coworkers, and I think Foster was there. And we were swimming in a pool, an indoor pool. And I was laying on my back, kind of drifting. Sounds like a nice time. Done it many times. Lazy river. But all of a sudden, I started sinking, and I started drifting deeper and deeper down into the dark. Okay, but see, and, that's like that's like quicksand. That makes me feel like quicksand, where you're just like no. But it was peaceful, except for the feeling that I was like entering this dark space. Uh, it, it didn't feel like I was being like. Uh, it just felt like I was probably dying. I don't know. <laughs> dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, That's what I that, dead. that could be what one's mind's eye sees as dying. Cave it's just, it's yes. slowly the sinking back to darkness. <laughs> they talk about that with black holes where the edification of your existence, as mm -hmm. you enter the black hole, you get stretched and you slowly kind of get, get stretched. You know, get stretched. <laughs> you, you become stretched. <laughs> Everyone in a black hole's name is Stretch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Spaghetti um, Stretch. But actually, speaking of black holes, I don't know if I talked to you about this. Did you? So you know how black holes were were completely always known to never have sound coming out of it. Like they did research, whatever. There's like no sound in space. Black holes make no noise, whatever. Literally, like I want to say, last month, a recording came where it picked up audio frequencies coming from a black hole. I don't think so. I don't want to. I don't want to school you, but 
What? Oh, school year. But I think I've seen that. I think it came out a few years ago. But also, did it? It's not that sound doesn't happen in space. It's just that it can't transmit because there's no air for the wavelengths to go on, which makes so it makes it imperceivable. So it's not so we can't perceive it, but sound happens. But I think I've heard it, and it sounded like the most like video game style sound effect. Like if you imagine what a black hole. It sounded Zoops. like it's like, it's like it sounds <laughs> something like something like they would have sampled for Star Wars. Like it sounds like something yeah. that they would just use, like not even and not even for like a space shot. Like they would use that for like their little like missile launchers. Like yeah, they're reactivating their co- their power core. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, I, I I I saw that. That's really cool. I don't know how the fuck they do that. There was also the first, I think, image of a black hole was recent as well. Like, we've never taken an image oh, of a black like hole. A, like a much but clearer. one, a, a black hole went in front of a star or something like that. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. But it was enough that we could be like, that little empty space is a black hole that got in front of something that is emitting light. And that's obviously the only way we could see it. <laughs> but, like... It's crazy. That brings up my kind of fear, I would say. Like, so yours, I can... The, the, the sinking into darkness of the sea. Um, <laughs> it is scary. Davy Jones. To finish that thought, I feel like being, like, dark, deep in the ground, that's more terrifying to me because... And also, I'm I'm assuming here that we're in situations in which, like, okay, we can survive down there. It's just that we're down there, you know? Maybe. I guess my Because idea... if you're down there, like, the pressure down there is so much, like, you would need to be in something. Like... I don't know. Mine, personally, is a lack, is a fear of a lack of control, I feel. I feel like that's the, that's the crux of it. Because I because I could swim, but I can't swim good enough to escape a shark, and I can't swim well enough to like swim the entirety of the Pacific Ocean. Well, so I, like the fear is that I would just be stuck with no options and just kind of having something eat me. Which you know, if I got, if I died and I let my body do that on its own, that's cool with me. I don't care. I'll be fish food, you know, Nate Circle of Life. But I don't want to be conscious of that. Get me a piece Wild of coral, out. knock it on my head. <laughs> I'll bonk myself out, please. Ariel comes up, comes up to me and like, are you okay? Like, just shoot. Just kill just me, shoot please. Me <laughs> kill me. <laughs> but no, I could, I could take you back jobs. to, like, my place. You'll be safe. No, kill me. <laughs> kill me. <laughs> I, can, I can grant you the magical wish of gills if you want to breathe and get a tail so you can swim here forever. No. Kill me now. <laughs> Please, I've already been here for two months. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I'm, I'm afraid of it. I have a nightmare for sure. Um, But anyway, where that brings me to is I think space is like that fear for me. When I really think about space, it freaks me yeah. the fuck out. Because like yeah. I'll, I have such a like, I don't know what you would call it, like, I don't know if it's like sadistic mind or something, but like I'll be walking down the street and sometimes I like freak myself out and I like stop there and I'm like, the world could end right now and I would never know. And it would just be done. What's your proof that it could end right now? I'm not saying there is proof. I'm just saying you don't, no one knows 
what happens in fucking space. No one knows the patterns of like we know, you know, yeah, the most basic of shit that we can perceive from where we are. But like at any moment, an asteroid that isn't picked up, that no one sees, that whatever, crash, boom, gone. Damn, dude. This is some nihilist stuff, and, and it would and it would happen so instantaneously, or to some degree instantaneously, that like you would just never know. Like you would be, it could be literally right now, an hour from now, and we're just like doing this. And I do that sometimes, and I'm like, yeah, I think I think space is probably my thing right now. Like <laughs> space is my fear. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I I think the stuff with space. I'm not afraid of anything extraterrestrial and like when it comes to like natural disasters, when it comes to space, because if it's anything that's actually going to affect us, it's going to be on such a large scale that it would be almost instantaneous. Like yeah, I'm not yeah. really afraid of that. I'm afraid of pain. I'm afraid of like prolonged <laughs> fear and pain, but I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm, not I'm sorry. Afraid. I don't know why that sounds so <laughs> I'm afraid of pain. <laughs> I am. I am afraid. I know it's a basic thing. But yeah, I I think if it's so instantaneous where a black hole comes up and it's just like, hey guys, and just like wipes us, mm-hmm. I'm like, obviously that's tra- that's a tragic thing, and I don't want that to happen. But I don't think I would be conscious enough to care, so it doesn't make me afraid of it. You know what I mean? No, that that is a very valid point, and I think it's only because I'm conscious of it and I'm thinking of it being a thing right now. That's where the fear comes in. Because yeah. I know, like, you know, it's not happening, clearly. I'm, I'm right doing this moment. But also, I'm, like, thinking, like, but it could be the next second. Or the next second. And then I'm, like, yeah. just there. And so it's, I just think it's really, I don't know. It, I don't like, know. I don't, I don't want to be a Debbie that's named with the downer thing. I don't want to be a Debbie downer. But stuff like climate change makes me more afraid than that. Um, because... It, we have the power to do something about it and we're not doing anything about it or we're doing very little about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it will have active consequences on our lifetime for all our lifetime. So that makes me more scared because it's like a lack of control thing. It's like, okay, well, if it's so far out of my control, then it's like, okay, well, obviously that's scary. Like, I don't want that to happen, but at least it's so far out of my control that I don't have any guilt about not acting upon Mm -hmm. that, you know, like I don't have to have courage to live my day to day, you know, just in spite of like a solar flare that could just wipe out humanity. Well, yeah, (laughs) no, I mean, I guess, I guess you might have to a little bit, but like, I mean, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I get it. Like, the fact that you are able, like you are physically able to do something, but you're, it's like so minute to, yeah. to do it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Recycle. <laughs> no, I, but, but my point being like, I don't, it's kind of interesting. And stingrays being that big shouldn't be a thing. And, uh, but I kind of love that they're that big. Dude, it looked it, so happy. It looked all smiley. Like those, fa- like, I know. You know the faces they have. I love stingrays. And it's like, I, that's the thing with the ocean that, that bugs me. It's like, I'm afraid of it because I have no power or control over my own destiny in the ocean. Well, what unless I, I 
really, really under certain circumstances. That's such a fragile experience. It's taking away yes. your senses. It's you're 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 talking yes. about first of all your sight, then you're talking about yeah. your not taking away of, but being put into an element in which you're not in your day to day survival of swimming and like yeah. doing that. That's why I, I love the ocean and I think I'm a decent swimmer, but like I'll swim on the coast. I enjoy the I enjoy it. The beach is one of my favorite places to go. But I'm not the king of that domain. That's 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 that that was him and maybe his kids now. But and maybe some uh, weird shark things. The octopuses absolutely are there. They're the sages of the sea. I think they're massive. Do you think that the octopuses are the sages of the sea? The octopuses. I think they are. <laughs> they're the most intelligent and wise of them all. And I feel like wise of the, what is the, we're talking like we're in a Lord of the Rings movie and you're like I, the octopi and the wildest of them all. <laughs> if I were to build a D and D campaign based on the ocean, they would be the clerics of the sea, or maybe the wizards. Actually, they'd be the wizards. But <laughs> if we want to get but, really nitty gritty with it, you know? if we want to get really nitty gritty about it, um, but. I don't know, man. I just think it's all fascinating, but I understand my limits, and that's why I feel like it's kind of a fear. Because I took, because yeah. I kind of tip my toe in it, though. That's what's really afraid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can tell you, I can tell you're done with my shit. No, no, on this ocean. I'm sorry. Something just got in my eye. I feel like I have dust twenty four seven in my eye <laughs> working at this fucking <laughs> store. So it's like right. It's burning. Um. <laughs> Well, Ben, I want to know more about your situation. What's going on with you? I haven't been able to talk to you really since last time we recorded. I got some news. What's the news, man? So I received a call this morning, and yeah. um, uh, I was offered the 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 job, the paid gig. What paid gig? At the place that I was already going to go intern for. Oh, they offered you a paid position. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So that's that's best case scenario. So or mid, at least in the, I'm starting mid October. I'll be back there. Okay. So what's the timeline to get out of the city? Um. Well, right now, I am waiting until October first to see if mm-hmm. I finally hear from the landlords that have not been responding to me but have plenty of time to send summons to guarantors. Yeah. Um, and if I hear from them then, which I think I will, whatever that comes out to, if we can just end early, fine, I pay whatever, and then I move back there for in time for mid-October. Or they are like, no, you're not doing that and we have to be here through december it's not going to change i'm still i'm just going to have to pay whatever months and not stay there (coughs) oh my god i don't know what the deal is with breaking a lease early like if you owe them that money or if there's like a harsh fine there's it's it's complicated because they know that they're in the wrong for something they know and yeah right now technically like 
we are withholding because we want answers and we want them to actually communicate to us and just tell us. And we're also looking for rent abatement. So mm-hmm. those things make it a little like different. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I I agree with not paying. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, but, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. If, if I mean, if if right now with what's happening, I don't know. So we're well. It's a wait and see kind of thing. Um, okay. But uh, but yeah. So I am gonna be doing it uh for realsies. Very cool. What's the deal with um Buffalo Exchange? Have you like told them already? No, because well, the, everyone there pretty much knows I'm already like on my way out. They, I mm-hmm. just told them that I would let them know exactly when, and they're perfectly fine with that. Um, okay. But I'm probably again. I'm going to wait until October first, regardless, because I said mid October. So in my head, I'm thinking like by October fourteenth, fifteenth, I'll mm-hmm. I'll be fully moved back there. That's enough for a two week notice. So I'll I'll just wait. Well, to... well, yeah, but you have to work those two weeks. Yeah. So it's cutting it. It's cutting it close to the day, <laughs> essentially. But I don't know. It's it's up to you. I mean, you want to do. one or two things like it doesn't really matter because I'll be. Um, we have like a moving company that's going to be taking care of shit, so it's not going to be too hard okay. on us for moving, and so. I could just work those that time out and then maybe commute the last day or whatever, or this two day. Well, I don't know, whatever. But I also can see them having no problem in me just doing like a one week thing. Yeah. For so sure. like, it's I'm not worried regardless. Okay. What's the other guy doing? He's just you guys are joining together on like a move out truck or something. Because you're both moving back to the same place, so it's kind of weird if it makes sense. Wait, what? With your with the roommate boy? Yeah. Are you sharing like a move out truck or something? Oh, oh, oh! For the move out, I offered it like like because my family is choosing some place like uh, uh, a family owned business that we've don't use for everything. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're growing with them, and they were just like, oh, like let let him know if he wants to join in on that he can and i told him today but he was like no no i'm good okay i mean he's kind of moved out most of his stuff anyway i'm sure i was gonna say like i figured he would be fine like i think with what he has at jersey already like maybe it would take like one trip with two cars max Mm -hmm. and like if not just all at one yeah damn Oh, big heavy size, man. Mike, what have you, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? Let's see. I work's been good. Um, I think I've been there for like three months now, mm-hmm. something like that, since July, like early July. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I think three months. Um, it's been good. Most of everyone's back from vacation. Everyone kind of went on vacation sporadically for the past month mm-hmm. <laughs> so like it's been a little weird uh getting my shit back together because either like management's 
on vacation or like the other designers on vacation or like the social media guys on vacation. So like one aspect of my job has been away, which is, it's the summer. Of course, that's when this happens. Uh, but it's only because it's early is the only reason it's like <clears throat> annoying <laughs> to me at times. Um, but it works been good. I've been working on my portfolio a lot. Um, I redid my painting and uh, illustration section, so that's been cool. Uh, and then design's the next one, but that's the biggest hurdle. Um, don't tell my employer, but I secretly worked on my resume at work, which I, I know is a scandalous thing to do. Hey, Not that I'm planning on you're leaving. You're grinding but... <laughs> two ashes together. You can't. You, you, you're mixing your cauldron. I think they might get mad if I if they ever heard that. You're mixing your Coke <laughs> with your Pepsi, man. You're, you're, you're... Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, but it's good. I'm working for Sandy about like one day a week. And Who's she's that? my aunt, my great aunt Sandy. I don't know who that is. She's a, she's a semi-famous she artist. She better be treating you nice. <laughs> she's treating me very nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm working on her website now. And that's coming actually, it's, it's coming out pretty good. Um, we sent some like uh some pages that we designed to the guy who's actually like making it mm-hmm. with the codings which i can't do on the code uh, side on the code and the code side front end and <laughs> boy <laughs> uh and i'm so the back end <laughs> i'm not the back go daddy is the back end boy i <laughs> go, go daddy. i i am the designer boy <laughs> everyone's a boy um but yeah i've been designing her website that's been cool um that's been like past like month and a half so that will be another kind of project i kind of want to guess that when it's done for sure yeah i'll send it or i'll send it around her work <laughs> is so cool and she doesn't like want to explain it which is the biggest hurdle, like all the image I've basically, I finished the archive of images that we're using in the site and made sure they're all like proper quality. And so he could just like place them where they need to go. Mm-hmm. Cause the past few months, a few weeks, I've been like essentially arranging images of like how they should look on the page. And then this past week I was making sure that all the images looked good. Um, but the next big step, at least on our side of things, is that she has to write about all of these projects that she's yeah, done. Was, yeah. <laughs> and like, she hates that part. It's like, she's been like, you know, like dreading the fact that she has to write about shit. Now, my only, okay, this might sound really stupid, but couldn't it be something as, like, if, if it can be simplified to that, I guess, but couldn't it be something as easy as like a sentence, right? I would say yes. Like less is more kind of thing. Yeah, I I think there's a certain um maybe like a sentence actually explaining what the piece is meant to say or do or like the content of the piece, but yeah. there's a lot of like history that I feel like she should also incorporate that I think she should incorporate whether or not she will. Okay. <laughs> she definitely won't listen to this like a shit talker of it. My lovely mentor. Uh but she it's 60 it's it's like 60 to 65 years worth of work in like multiple different mediums across like multiple different shit and yeah. so like there's a lot even if it's just a sentence that's like still a lot <laughs> for her. Mm-hmm. And so that's been that's gonna be the next hurdle um but i'm glad this one has been finished so that's nice 
Um, but I've done a website with her before for her late husband's work. And that was a lot easier because she essentially was just like, uh, that's in this category, that's in this category, and let's shove it into the, let's shove it onto a website. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like, she actually knows everything, all the intention behind all the work. So she has to explain. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's super cool. And I mean, I think best. it, but I feel like you get to add to like your resume, like, like consulting with so-and-so because I feel like on your end, you have to like, you have to play like the little like puppeteer, like, come on, you can write these out. Like, I know you got this in you. <laughs> well, I, I, when I was redoing my resume or at least like improving my resume today, I was thinking about it. I was like, I have been promoted mm-hmm. multiple times it wasn't official like she wasn't like you are from a studio assistant to a personal assistant but it's it is what has happened yeah and so i kind of can showcase being like oh okay like i was brought on as like a studio hand mm-hmm. and i just did a bunch of menial tasks like vacuum everything and now i did for like, her website <laughs> and now and now i'm basically running her entire computer and her archive for her uh which it makes sense Mm -hmm. but yeah i like i have been in i i look back on that on this specific job and i've been working for one one day a week for i think seven years come this october that's since like that's a crazy amount of time and i remember my for some of my age (laughs) i I feel like i remember like the very early times when you started it and i was like oh like what do you do is like i don't don't know like kind of just like put away some stuff and like yeah i, I wanted an errand once for her and i was like oh, okay and then well, now when you're... i started it was like it obviously like i started working for her because her husband passed away and he was a ridiculous collector when i say that he had multiple turtle shells i mean like he had 10 different turtle shells, turtle and tortoise shells like gigantic Fucking thing. That's, that's the standard one to prove of someone's a collector. <laughs> I mean, but it's just like I think of it. That's like the most random thing yeah, that's stuck out of my. It's an my outrageous head. thing to have. And even more obvious thing, which was big, was that he owned like two hundred authentic um, South South American masks, like traditional masks and shit that he just like either found and purchased in South America and brought back to New York with him or he found on eBay or other things. And so he had like a crazy, these crazy collections. So most of my job was like cleaning, donating, like the amount of clothes I donated to the um, fucking, I don't remember what it's called, to the Bowery Mission is the homeless shelter that I donated all his clothes to. Uh, And the amount of books that I donated, like probably tens of thousands of dollars worth of, stuff i've done it you can add that right philanthropy <laughs> but then as the time went on and like the gary stuff kind of stopped being the main prominent thing she was just like well do you want to just like come work for me and do like my own stuff and so i've been her personal assistant for maybe like two, three years with covid blocking out a full year of doing nothing in between mm-hmm. but still i, yeah, I did yeah. some stuff for her. but yeah, so I've been doing that, and that's been cool. It's a very that's nice been... growth trajectory to look at. It is cool. It, it It's, like, the first evidence of, like, career growth. Because this current job I would consider an entry-level position, and my most recent and the job before that was an entry-level position. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's not like they're crazy 
it's not like I've like where have worked my way up to like a senior graphic designer or something and I'm making twice the amount of money. Yeah. yeah. Um so it's cool to see growth in like it's all the steps. I, Yeah, for sure. It's definitely yeah, it's definitely a huge step, but it's like cool to see growth within the career, even if it's my aunt. <laughs> but and also But if my aunt I will say is like very well established artist so it's kind of different but <laughs> it gives you like a uh, a mindset of, like or like a uh like a vision of it because like you can say that across the seven years that's not, yeah that's like from from day one to like now the the mm-hmm. massive difference so like you can only like say like okay well like i'm only in this i just fucking hit the mic so bad <laughs> i'm i'm only this you know early on to this career path so yeah that's where i'm at right now and like the biggest difference is that i don't see growth anymore with her going forward Mm -hmm. but i will be her assistant until she dies yeah yeah, which hopefully that's like you know (laughs) 10 20 years from now mike's like hopefully in two (laughs) <laughs> I, no absolutely not but like but I, like just the way you were thinking like you know ho- like until she dies you know like hopefully like two, no three, i'm in the opposite <laughs> she's my best she's one of my closest friends <laughs> <laughs> um but she's 83 and so like hopefully she lives a while a long while longer and i'll just be able to work for her like one day a week mm-hmm. but i think about it i'm like i'm already getting to be like very close friends with her now and it's been like seven years, so it makes sense. Yeah. That we've become like really close friends. But like I show up and we just don't work for like two hours. We just like that kinda talk. sounds that kinda sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. And so that's been super cool. And I can only imagine what it's gonna be like when I'm like thirty in like five years or so. Like mm-hmm. uh, six six years or whatever. And like the difference in how we interact with each other at that point when i'm like fully an adult because i feel like i'm an adult now but like just scratching the surface like it just transitioned over <laughs> i also I, I wonder young adult to adult i wonder by that point will you like recognize that you're speaking different like you're interacting differently like i recognize now but i don't know if i will then that's what i'm Maybe saying it'll like just kind of peak it would be but... well it'd be interesting you just like play back this episode and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, that's uh, uh, like I can get into that now. Yeah, I mean, because I'm already like, I don't, I, I, I moved up from just being her like studio assistant that helps her with work to being like literally just a personal assistant, mm-hmm. where like I help her with just life stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I've always have done, but now it's like a major part of my role, which is cool. Um, I have a I mean, I reason I think it's on the brain and I'm thinking about and I'm talking about it so much is because she gave me keys to her apartment. Oh, and so now I feel like, oh, okay, I have access the key holder. to, yeah, like, the, to me, that means like, I will be called upon if needed. <laughs> I am trusted. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, I, I don't know, it's just cool. And I'm watching Leo for like three days. So mm-hmm. it feels cool too. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, it's a, it's a part of my life. It takes up one, it takes up half my weekend, but I don't really care, I guess. Because I work (laughs) consistently Saturdays. (laughs) So my one day off is Sundays. (laughs) And that's, I work every goddamn Sunday. 
I know. That's why I feel like I'm seeing it forever. I really haven't. We literally live like (laughs) in the grand scheme so close to each other. But like, yeah. It's hard. I don't I mean, know. We're both working six days a week or whatever it is. Now so. that I'm like going to be going, I, I don't know. I'm going to try to have like one night out or something before. I already know. People. I mean, it's on my bucket. It's on my, it's on my to-do list for this podcast to wish you a happy 24th year old boy birthday to I, you, Benjamin. Yeah. I, I was just going to say like, I already have people asking to like take me out on that day. And I'm like, no. <laughs> no i would go out with on thursday i will i will actively right now on this podcast say this to anyone who could hear this i would go out if it was with you that's it <laughs> and then if who not, could, why what is the what is the pause i was gonna ask you if you wanted to do anything for your birthday either on the pod or off the pod um, but what, what's the reason that i'm so special in this in this case um, I don't know what it, I just, I feel like I, I could be told, I feel like you, you and I could be totally fine doing whatever. Are you just looking for like, a just like a chill, quiet, yeah, have yeah. a few drinks at a bar kind of night? Okay. Well, that's my sweet spot. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that's why I'm, you and I are very much alike in that regard. So like, are you working? What are you working on Thursday? That's the perfect thing. I, uh, open. Okay. We'll talk about this in more depth, but I'm working in the office. We'll figure, we'll meet it up. We'll meet up. We'll go out on your birthday. Yeah, man. I, I, let's figure that out. Cause um, that sounds like a nice time. We've already gone to like four. I would say within the last month, me and my friends have gone to like a, quite a few different places and just said it's my birthday to get a free <laughs> shot or to get like a cake <laughs> or something like that. And I feel like those places are like off limits. Like we cannot go there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah sure as if they'll remember <laughs> oh we i know they would know oh okay never mind <laughs> i yeah i i'm down to go i i haven't gone out drinking in a while i haven't been drunk in like i don't know i don't know how long <laughs> that's kind of crazy i feel like that was me for a while but just not drinking yeah because i don't really drink that much but um when when you're in New York with a bunch of people that are of age, that's just what you do. You just go to bars every night, every single night. You just go to bars. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I I I you only have am, a different experience because you have <laughs> cool roommates and uh, boyfriends of roommates that are are there. Wait, what? Why is that an excuse? Because all of I mean, I just. I feel like you you have friends that are like, oh, let's like let's do a charcuterie night and watch <laughs> watch watch yeah. Critical Role. I don't have my friends are not like that. Yeah, my, my friends, friends are, are like, what bar are we chill. going to tonight? And I'm like, yeah, and I'm always down I think... still. I love it. It's fun, but like, yeah, yeah. I we it was Tom's birthday. Yeah. I don't know when his actual birthday was, but we celebrated it uh, maybe two days ago. And um, we just had like a chill day. And it was like maybe like six of us and they ordered wings and stuff. Okay. Um, but it was like, it was nice. We played uh, we played Drunk Jeopardy, which is a great fun game. 
is for that, our boring ass group. Is that a legit Where, game or is that like something that someone made up? It's a legit game, I think. Um, you, <laughs> you essentially you you play Jeopardy along with the contestants of the show, and if you get the answer right before oh, anyone else in the group, oh. you have to you give someone else a drink. Like you could choose, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, I got the answer right. You know, Caroline drinks or Ben drinks or whatever it is. Um, it was it's really fun. It sucks to play with my roommate uh, Trevor because they're too good at the game because they're just too intelligent, but. There was one question <laughs> that was like, it was like fictional cities. And they're like, they explained Starling City from DC Comics. Mm. And I was like, that's Green Arrow shit. <laughs> and no one else knew what I was talking about. And I was like, I won the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's like one of the only ones I got. That would be me with any like, I feel like half the time it's a 50-50 shot when I'm watching Jeopardy that like, I'll know some of them. And then mm. the other chance of me not knowing anything and just like yeah. fucking throwing things out. What's so fun about it though is like if you're actually legitimately playing it as a drinking game because we just played it as like ah take a sip I don't know it's more just the enjoyment of watching the show yeah 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 and like just yelling at the TV. Um, but the more you drunk you get if you're actually playing, the more likely you are to just like yell out random answers yeah, and yeah, get pissed. Yeah. Which I feel like is the up. most fun. <laughs> Yeah, that's the more that's the most fun aspect of that. Everyone's just going to end up being fucked up and drunk trying to answer questions they don't know the answer to. Yeah. Well, I I also would say when it comes to like the temperament of my friend group, it's the big factor is that we're all cheap as hell. Mm -hmm. And so we're all just like, just buy a six pack or like buy a twelve bottle of wine. $12 $12 bottle of wine and let's just like hang out like mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need to go outside and spend double if not triple if not quadruple that amount so I I do like bars though I like quiet bars it's so hit or miss though I I can be in a mood either way I, I obviously I am always more for the quiet bar every time but yeah. if if you know if shove come to push me into yes. a rowdy bar I could I could I could get along with that. I don't like rowdy bars, but I w- if it's going to be loud, there better be a dance floor. Well, that's that's what I'm how I feel. Oh, it's never like just a loud bar, like random loud I've bar. been in plenty of just loud bars, and I don't like it. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now. I, <laughs> I think it. it's dumb. <laughs> i tell you right now, I don't think that's the vibe. Yeah, no, I would agree. And even with how terrible my hearing is to begin with, I just can't hear anything you're telling me when... Yeah, I don't. The same. I, I, you know me. My voice is too low. Yeah, uh, yeah for people yeah. to normally hear it without me screaming. Mm-hmm. So, I have to. I have to belt. At a bar. You're you're like taking like singing lessons every time you go out. I hate you have too to much. control your diaphragm and get and get projects. It's too much. Um, I don't like it. I don't like it. You know what? I, that just made me think of. Um, about like not being able to hear people when you're standing or sitting right next to them at the fucking loud bar. I mm. have gone out to a few recently with some like with various people and I love experiencing this every single time and I experience it multiple times to go out with different people. Um the moment where you see like you're you're in a group of like four say and you're not like you're not necessarily talking to anyone, you're just kind of listening and observing. And you're observing, there's one person who's, like, talking a lot and explaining a big thing, and the other person is tuned out, and they're, and they're just, like, 
you can just tell that they're nodding to something when it feels like the right time to nod, but they don't know what they're nodding to. <laughs> and like, they're, they're just kind of like, there's like small micro expressions that they make. And the person who's explaining something is so deep into their story that they don't notice anything, but you're watching them. I'm like, I turn like, you can't hear a, hear a word she's saying. Like, I know. Oh, you it's can. like, okay. It's not like they're not interested or maybe, maybe that's the reason to. No, but it's probably it's, just the te- it's the loudness of the place. It's out of the fact that they can't hear anything, and they're like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah," yeah. <laughs> and like try to pretend like they know what's going on, but they can't I had hear. A really, <laughs> I, I, I had a really <laughs> embarrassing time at a bar. Can I tell you about it? I don't want to derail it. Actually, I don't want to derail your your. No, no, no. That was it. That was it. Go on. I was sitting at this bar, which I enjoy, maybe like two or three months ago, mm-hmm. with with my lovely girlfriend. And we, it was loud enough bar that in our little corner of it, we could kind of talk to ourselves at a normal volume, like I'm talking to you now, about whatever we wanted without anyone even like hearing us or considering our conversation. And so we weren't like actively, we weren't talking about like actively having sex. We were just talking about sex in general and like certain sexual acts and stuff. I always wonder and, what conversations you two have. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that a now lot. I know. <laughs> but we were talking about that and we we got into some specific stuff. <laughs> okay. And all of a sudden the music cut from the restaurant and like three tables looked at us as I was finishing a sentence about stuff, which I won't go into detail <laughs> about. about. Stuff. <laughs> okay. But they were all like, okay, Jesus. What are you talking about over there in this table? But I found that it was like, oh shit. There's a there's this is the bad part of, of sitting at a loud bar. I thought it was kind of a superpower in that moment. It's the one that you but, like you always fear of music just cutting out, getting dead silent, and you're like, Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. I if I want to talk about my OnlyFans, I let me do it in peace. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> let me go the, let me yes. do it in peace in the corner with my girlfriend. Well, Cheers. like, I'll tell you right now, that wouldn't have been a problem at the bar that I went to just, like, the the whatever day ago. We went to this place called, you know Boxers? I don't know Boxers. Boxers is a very big, uh, popular gay bar in Chelsea that's, like, a five-minute walk away. And okay. the bartenders are, like, shirtless the whole time. And they have, like, a pizza <laughs> oven in the back. Um, <laughs> Damn. Yeah, it's. I it's, might go. I might go there and put out a business card a few times. It's it it's. Here's the thing: they have the best happy hour where it's buy one get one free. So you go there, but whatever drink you get, they give you like a little playing card, and you have to like hold on to that. And then when you're ready for your next one, you just give it to them, and then get another drink. That's good. Yeah, but that also kind of guarantees that you've had two drinks, which means you probably have a third. Not me. But then you'll have. Not you. Not I mean, you gotta live I'm you. I'm poor, so when I say I'll have a drink and it comes out to two because it's free, I'm like, cool, those are my drinks. I'm like, done. I was expected <laughs> yeah. to come here and get one. I got two out of yep. it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> are they stay out late kind of people, though? Oh, Your yeah. Friends? These people never That's sleep. Too much. No, That's like, too much. I, I just as much am, too, but I'm also a mo- morning person, so it makes it hard to balance that when I go to bed at, like, 12 and i'll wake up at like four um yeah but no my my i I would say a lot of my friends don't sleep and then like 
they obviously cut it off at reasonable times most of the time, but like, are you good? Yeah, one second. <laughs> so they they do cut it off most of the time, uh, but but um, they like they probably go back and like go longer with another group or like at their own place or whatever. Like they just, yeah, they keep going. Yeah, I I think a lot of people feel that way about New York City, where it's like I gotta take advantage of the night scene. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I don't. I get as much out of New York City during the day than I would. More, I get more out of it, in my opinion, because I'm more conscious. Yeah, I do like the day more, (laughs) even though that's me. I feel like I see more of the night. No, I I do like because I I do like that a lot. Like the feeling of being able to walk around when I'm off. Like I'm on, I'm on one of my two days off, and I and I'm like, oh shit! Like I can actually experience the city on a in the daylight, and not like yeah. not like right when the sun's coming up, and then when the sun's gone. For sure, that's what's so nice, personally, at the moment about having a nine to five is like, I usually get to work at like eight eight thirty, and then like leave at four four thirty. Mm-hmm. You know, like I offset it by like thirty minutes. Just because I get to beat rush hour both ways. And um, I've been like, a lot of times after work, I'm just like, well, it's 4.30 and, you know, like it's not late or whatever. I'm not going to like go get dinner. So like, I usually just go for like long walks. And I've been doing some crazy long walks, dude. I've been walking like, I walked like five miles one day. God damn. Which is too much. My my feet hurt a lot. <laughs> I was gonna say that sounds awful. It sounds awful. No, a lot of but it was such a nice. Sometimes like that's my favorite. One of my favorite flow states is going on a long walk. Well, yeah, especially in New York City because there's so much. Pro- you're processing so much information at once that it's almost nice to like actively tune it out and like let it kind of like rush past you, mm-hmm. and then kind of just experience whatever you're currently experiencing. I also it's think it's so cool. I also think that like so much changes in such quick amount of time when while you're walking in the city, like you could walk, you know, in our hometown for the same amount of distance and it'll still be the fucking same, but you can walk, yeah. you know, start down at like Union Square and could keep going like mm-hmm. the scene the scenes will change. Yeah, and it's cool to like feel feel the kind of like gradient of a neighborhood and like how it, whatever is in that neighborhood is actively affecting the mood mm-hmm. and like setting of that place. That's the biggest, th- that was the coolest thing. Cause I walked from when I went to that, I think I said this on the podcast, but when I walked, when I went to that uh, one convention at a Javits center a few months ago, I walked from the Javits center all the way back to my apartment. Okay. Yeah. Which, which is which like, is- it's like 110 give or you know with change blocks in new york city and so that's like about five miles and but that whole area it was one road it was 11th avenue just just turns into broadway at some point so it was just straight up one road and so i got to see like kind of how the whole basically half the island changed you know throughout it was just really interesting. That's cool. really cool. I don't know if I could have it in me to do that in my current state. I think I would make, I would make, honestly, it would turn into like a road trip type vibe for me. Like I would turn it, 
I'm not kidding. I would turn it into like, I've got my bag. I'm determined like this is going to be my walking route. I stop at whatever bars are along that street. I like, if I get thirsty, hungry, whatever, I'll just do that. And like, that'll be my day. And I get up there. Well, the thing is like, I, I didn't plan any of it. Like when I left the place, I was just like, well, I have nothing to do for the rest of the day and it's beautiful out. So like, and I don't know the West side too well, especially down there. Especially, like, just north of the Javits Center. I don't know that area too well. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I guess I'll go explore that place a little bit. And then by the time I got to, like, 50th Street, I was like, well, I guess I can go to Columbus Circle and just take the A or the 1 or whatever. Because that's kind of, like, where all my trains meet up. And I was like, well, no, nah, I just want to keep walking. Like, I guess I'll just keep walking and I'll go to, like, 72nd Street. That's a good benchmark, which is another place where the 1 will... I'll catch the 1 there. And then, like, I saw a few really interesting buildings around the 70s and i was like well this is cool i don't want to like miss this and so like that kept happening until i was just like in an area that i've already walked multiple times and i was like well i'm so close to home Might like i'm 30 blocks it. away from yeah. home i'm not gonna take this i'm not gonna pay for the subway to go 30 blocks when i've walked 100 yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. i was just at that point i was just like well this is stupid i'm just gonna go but that's my favorite hobby in the city is to do that Damn, but that's man. a more manhattan thing than I did that in Brooklyn, but not as much, not nearly as much as I do since I've moved to Manhattan. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know what that's about, but no, it's it's still very cool. I had a much smaller scale of like that when I would be going through like like Lower East Side and moving up and like because like mm-hmm. shit, shit there changes so quick in very very small space, and then it goes into yeah. the more broader spectrum of things, as well mm-hmm. as like. When I was by Mike, even though it's I've I've been there frequently, um, basically Wall Street is where that area is. Um, it I'm like I'm there, and I'm like this makes me feel like I'm in Toronto. Interesting. It really made it. I felt like the most Toronto vibes like ever. I've never been to Toronto, but I almost kind of understand what you're saying. I don't know what it is about Toronto that like is it, it's like different but the same. Like it. I could easily be in Toronto or see like a picture of it or whatever and be like, okay, like I can see someone thinking that being New York, but, Mm. and when you're there, it's like the same thing, really, really tall buildings, but like way more spread out. Like the streets are way wider and like, there's a lot more space. And that's basically like what that area is like. It's just like the buildings are still huge, but there's a lot more space between them than like, just straight blocks and blocks of just buildings, buildings, buildings. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of a weird nexus point where a bunch of like separate things are meeting. So it's not like a very clear cut where your like line of sight is being blocked by another row to another row. You know what I mean? So it's, you almost like have more to see. And I I don't know. That area is pretty cool. There's also a lot of history there. For sure. Yeah. My dad used to work in that area for a while, mm-hmm. and he would tell me about it. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know it like crazy well. That's the coolest thing. Is this? Yeah, that it's different in like such a short span of time. Yeah. Some people that stresses them out. Like my cousin Brendan's coming um, in like mid October um, for his birthday. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he wants to. He's going to like a couple of shows and a couple of museums and stuff. And so I'm really excited to do all the classics with him. 
um, maybe not like all the classics. Like I don't know how you know New Yorker tourist stereotype he wants to go, um, but I'm interested to see how he reacts to like just like a normal experience being here. Yeah, and I don't mean like going crazy, going clubbing. Like, if he wants to do that, then we could do that. But I just mean like I'm interested to see what he, how he reacts to like a normal residential neighborhood in New York City, and not like like a, a day, weird a day to day. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm interested to see what he thinks of like what my life is here in my apartment or something. You do really get um, like a much better sense of how how it all works out. Like just one day at someone like within their life at someone's place like instead of like oh we're meeting up at this bar right now and then i'm gonna catch the train back home and whatever yeah the biggest difference is like you don't have to take a two an hour and a half to two hour train ride home yeah yeah you know like at the end of the day like that's not moving over your head or whatever but yeah i'm interested to see how how it goes and they're staying in a hotel obviously and they're gonna be here for like friday to saturday friday to sunday Mm -hmm. so It'll be interesting. That'll be my experiment. I'll be studying how he reacts to it. Well, but I, can't I don't know if he's it. like, yeah, I don't know if he's a city person though. So. But you know what, we'll Mike? Do um, mm. you have anything else to add here? Because we're um, about an hour in, and about an hour in. Yeah, and holy shit! The only thing is, if your cousin does choose to go clubbing instead, I just hope he wears a condom. I hope he wears a condom too, man. I want to talk to you about acupuncture, but oh, come on! I guess I'll, I guess I'll talk to you about it later. Do you want to? Just, is it something you could swoop in? I'll swoop in. I guess I tried acupuncture for the first time. I found it fantastic. Oh, oh. I felt like I was being tuned up. Oh, that's glorious. Um, I asked her, um, what was she noticing about me? What you know, like what were some of her insights from the treatment? Because it was a pretty general treatment. Um, and she just looked me square in the eye and she said, you're tired. And then I, <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I guess I'm exhausted. <laughs> but that was funny. Um, but she was great. She, it was, it's Sandy's acupuncturist who she wanted me to try out. Oh, that's so, so cool. So I got in, yeah. who like doesn't take new clients anymore. She's like this crazy, probably one of the more important people in acupuncture in New York City. Uh-huh. And Sandy's been going to her for like 20 years or whatever. And she's like, I know you're not taking any new clients, but my assistant slash great nephew. My would assistant like to try. slash great nephew. <laughs> so I tried it. It was fantastic. I don't think I'll go more than like once every three months or like mm-hmm. maybe even more infrequently because I don't need it. And I'm not trying to treat anything specific. It was just interesting to did do. Any, did any of them hurt at all? These ones right by the neck hurt me. Yeah. They stung bad. Yeah, did, did you... and I had a few had a few achy ones in in the leg, mm-hmm. which I attribute to um, my bullshit running experience. Yeah, no, that would, I would definitely agree with that. But also, <laughs> did you feel like if one hurt really bad, that the the next one or two going in after that, you stop feeling the pain from the previous? I did feel that. What was fascinating was that like during the actual experience of them being put in to their spots, I didn't feel too much pain. But during the 40 minutes of letting them rest and do their thing, they would, one of them would, at random, would spark up. And they would just, like, be really painful for some, like, sometimes. But they would kind of, like, come in and out of consciousness Mm -hmm. in ways. Like, I had one on my arm, which I didn't feel go in. 
I didn't feel for like 30 minutes, but for like 10 minutes into resting or like 30 minutes into resting or whatever, it like really hurt. Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, well, clearly whatever the chi or, um, you know, energy that they're trying to unblock it's is being focused on, on right on, now. On, on, on this area right here. It hurts <laughs> and I think it's working. It's stinging. <laughs> but it was really cool. She was, she was really cool. That's awesome. um, it was in just some like apartment building in New York City, <laughs> but uh, it was dope. That kind of sounds like an even better experience than a, like a doctor's place. Yeah, for sure. But I want to mention that because we've talked about acupuncture multiple times. Yeah, dude. Was, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear more about that later too because uh, I want to I want to know some more things. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, dude. All right, guys. Well, happy birthday. Ben might need a condom on his birthday. I don't. Uh, that's what I'm gonna give him for his. Christmas I don't need game. anything. I don't need. Anything. <laughs> I don't need nothing. Why? <laughs> thank you. But it, we're gonna do it anyway. <laughs> eat my uh, eat my jelly beans. I wish you had some jelly beans. Roast. Too.